And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Space Advil. Pain says you can't. Space Advil says you have to. So suck it up, Buttercup, and maybe it'll take some of the pain away. Space Advil. Previously on Cautious Optimism. What, uh, what happened? Where am I? What's going on? You are on the ship, the Cautious Optimism. We have rescued you from your ship and radiation poisoning, and you seem to be recovering pretty well, so yay. They were apparently just quote-unquote following orders. Orders from who? The story I told you before wasn't the entire whole truth. I'm not the captain of that ship. The Gardones decide that they're losing too much profit paying for us to ship their product around. So they bought a bunch of their own cargo ships. The point of this was to send a message. But do you want to create some bad blood between your rinky-dinky little ship here and the Lightspeed Plus shipping company? Your solutions here lately is let's just knock somebody out. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A mature. I am a doctor. A nine foot tall, four armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but, like, I'm famous. A species capable of psionic power. We are going to be the best of friends. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. As everybody was going to sleep, the six-legged space ferret nuzzled up with Rico to get some shut-eye safe and sound. Yay! Wait, it has six legs? I thought it had eight. How many, how many legs? It's eight legs. Eight legs. It's eight legs. Eight legs. Seven. It's got, <laughs> it's a, it's got a bunch of legs. It's got a whole, <laughs> whole mess of legs. Infinite, infinite legs. It's got all the legs. That's not a leg, Alinzia. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it, it, it is invisible. It's hard to tell how many legs it's got. We are gonna. We are going to become very enamored by this creature and find some way to actually make it visible. And we're going to be disgusted by what it looks like when we can actually <laughs> see it. <laughs> well, I figure if someone could just knit a small sweater for it and we put the sweater on it, oh at least gosh, we'll be able to see the can sweater. Totally do that. Yeah. No, Rico's been planning to make a coat. That's what I've spent the last two months oh, thinking okay. about. Like Rico's planning on making a coat for it. It's okay. Yeah, and like a little, like and a little hard. See that yeah. a little little bell, <laughs> be little bell on it. Yeah, Rico has plans. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the night passes uneventfully, and as people start waking up in the morning, Shipcom comes on to say, 
estimated 1.75 days before engines are operational again. And anyone who chances to turn on the news will hear this following report. Today, the Senate will vote on the formation of the Interplanetary Police Force, a federally controlled military agency that will invade the planets of any League member that doesn't fall in line with what the wealthy politicians say. This force of trained killers, armed with devastating weapons, all bought with your taxpayer money, will kill children, enslave able-bodied adults, and transform the League from a confederacy of friendly nations into a fascist dictatorship. Vote for freedom. Vote no to the IPF. Why are we watching Fox News? Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> that was exactly what I was wondering. And then other news programs on different channels come on to uh, explain that, yes, today is, in fact, the vote for whether or not the IPF will be formed. And it is a very contentious topic throughout the league. And it's a friendly reminder to all of you who, although you're outside League Space right now, can still send in your absentee ballots on this important issue. Uh And with that, I will leave it to the players to decide what would you like to do? Throw a party for the ferret being back. (laughs) Well, so I guess Rico's wandered into the break room and has got something tucked under her arm and is sort of wandering towards the coffee and then remembers that the coffee's like being rationed and is now just like standing around looking really forlorn and slightly confused because mornings are just kind of like she's squinting a little bit at the radio trying to work out how to turn it off doesn't quite have enough hands because she's got a ferret tucked under one arm but obviously you don't know that it's a ferret she's just got something tucked under one arm i don't know how who else is in the break room (laughs) i'm pretty sure we would assume it was the ferret. (laughs) like why is she holding her arm that way (laughs) <laughs> well, Liliana's probably in there, so... Hey, do you want me to help you turn off the radio? What's wrong with your arm? You're looking really weird. Oh, uh, the ferret is back. Look, the ferret... <gasps> oh, maybe, maybe don't look at the... No, yeah, uh, well, the ferret, the ferret is back. It's right here. That's great. I'm very pleased. Um, I'm not very pleased about the lack of coffee. Yeah. I'm quite sad about the lack of coffee. Is there anything to eat? Is there anything to eat? Well... I don't really know what food is left. A hard tack. You guys still have your rations. You're outfitted with everything that wasn't like actual organic plants. Those got killed. Okay. I haven't really been awake from my coma all that long. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I shouldn't ask you, should I? Um, how are you <laughs> feeling? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. She like tilts into the chair. <laughs> I'm great. I believe we are fully stocked for rations. Now I come to think about it. I wonder if the ferret eats rations. Mm. I guess there's only one way to find out. Yeah, what does the ferret eat? I guess Rico's been growing stuff for the ferret to eat, which we now don't have. Uh, do you have any, um, like, strapping material? Well, I've got lots of random stuff from clothes that I stole from the other ship. Oh, yes. I'd... What do you mean by, like, strapping well, I want to make a little harness for the ferret. Oh, yeah, I've got, like, belts and stuff. Oh, yes, perfect, perfect. That would be great. Yeah, hang on, I'll go get him. She runs off. So I like to think that by the time the rest of the crew come in, what usually passes for the dinner table is now got, like, an industrious ferret wardrobe creation, like, <laughs> process <laughs> occurring. 
Now, do we know if it's a boy or a girl? Because I've got all these really cute bows too. Um, I don't. I don't think it needs bows. Thank you very much. No, no bows. Well, it'll probably appreciate the bow regardless. So I like try to like put a bow onto something that I don't even see. So I'm just like smacking it around in the air. <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave, leave it alone. And Rico's like trying to push you away with the bow. Like. <laughs> No, no bows on the ferret. <laughs> Alencia, make a dexterity check. <laughs> First check. Okay. I got to get my dice. She gets a plus two to bow application. <laughs> oh, six, five, and five. No. <laughs> okay. So even before Rico starts trying to stop you, you wave your arms all over where you think the ferret is, but you don't even feel it. You're not successful at putting a bow on it. <laughs> uh, that, no, please, please don't with the bow. That's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, I, it would be nice to make it a little coat, though. Um, what about some of this material here? And she finds a, I don't know, like a little, like a little green, nice material. Uh, I can yeah. give you it. I can give you its dimensions. Perhaps you can make it a little coat. It has eight legs. Yeah, absolutely. Are we sure about the eight legs, though? Uh, yes. Look, and Rico counts its legs really carefully in front of <laughs> in front of uh, Liliana. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I can make a coat. Uh, maybe just maybe it only needs two legs inside the coat. I don't know. How do you put a coat on an eight-legged ferret? Where does it poop? At the back. Okay. <laughs> These are important I things. Mean, <laughs> is this poop invisible? Nobody has found any ferret poop so far around <laughs> the trip, so. Or have we, and we just don't realize it? <laughs> is the poop and pee invisible? Are we sitting in poop and pee? <laughs> I know we did not think this through. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it lived in a cage before. I would imagine that the poop would become visible at the point at which it leaves the ferret. How about I make it a little coat and a little diaper just to experiment? <laughs> <laughs> it is trained, you know. <laughs> is it? <laughs> well, I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. At this point, the ferret climbs up Rico's arm and Rico you can feel its claws it's basically on your shoulder like wrapped around your shoulder kind of hiding from all the commotion and looking around your head at what's going Aww. on you see you've upset her now oh I'm sorry I'm sorry little ferret I'll make you a cute coat and no diaper thank you give me those belts I'll make a harness so there is now industrious ferret wardrobe production crafting time <laughs> is there a crafting skill i have sewing you have sewing that sounds like a crafting skill go ahead and make a sewing check okay dex plus three a two a two and a one i succeeded by that's a critical success isn't it Oh, you said a two, a two, and a one, not a one, a two. two, a two, and a one. Yeah, it's well, a five, so it's yeah. as close as you get to a crit, and then before that, <laughs> we got as close as we could to a critical fail, because yeah. it wasn't at a 16. Mm. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay is not playing around today. 
yeah. So anyway, I I succeed by eleven. So <laughs> okay, you you have fashioned or what no is... ten ten. I succeed by ten. Succeed well still super good. <laughs> you have crafted a very nice animal harness. Considering you can't tiny even tiny little bow in one little side. Oh boy. <laughs> No, I'm making the coat. She's making the harness. Okay. Well, then you made a very nice coat. And uh, yeah, Rico, let's go ahead and have you roll for the harness. Yeah. Obviously, I don't have any sewing skills. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Make a dexterity roll then. Well, mine's dex plus three. So yeah, would it just be dex? It would be dex. uh, Let's say dex minus two to the the target. Minus two to the target. Okay. So my dex is 11. So I'm trying to get a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I fail by two. I got eleven. You fail by two. Oh, oh, sweetie, here. Let how about I how about I do that for you? Yeah, Alinzia, if, <laughs> if make another sewing check to assist. Okay. If you succeed by two or more, then then yay. I succeed by one. <laughs> well, the harness is probably. <laughs> Passable. You just you worry that if the space ferret really, really, really wanted to, it might be able to wiggle its way it could out. Be one of those things where it like backs out of it. Yeah, you're just it's, you don't exactly know its dimensions because you can't see it. So the you did the best you could. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have included the bow. The bow did it. I should have listened to. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's fine. I mean, at least with the coat on. Um. We can see where it is now. And it's so now, cute. Now Rico just looks even more insane because now she's carrying an empty coat around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I imagine at some point she's just going to bump into somebody and they're just going to be like, what is going on? What's <laughs> what's going on with the shoulder here? Like the empty leashes you used to be able to get at like state fairs and stuff. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Dog, the wire leashes. Hey, that's true. If we have a harness and a coat now, we need a leash. We do. We do need a leash. Here, I just grab like a belt and like hook it on there for like a leash. Yeah. So now you really can look like you have one of those empty leashes <laughs> from the fair. <laughs> Perfect. Now, are you actively putting this stuff on the ferret? Uh, yes. I imagine as we're Make going a through. Make dexterity check. <laughs> okay. Uh, four, eight, ten. Succeed by one. Okay, succeed by one. Okay, it was real difficult. The space ferret is, is not a fan of clothing or harnesses or whatever, but you got it on. And when they got put on the, the ferret, they did not become invisible. So you can finally kind of see where it is in three-dimensional space. Woohoo! Hooray. <laughs> All right. So after that very intense dramatic <laughs> scene... Now that the most important thing has happened. Yeah. <laughs> we started with a bang. Is there anything anybody else wants to do? And if there's not, we can always just fast forward and, you know, get to when the engines come on and stuff. Well, so I just have one question. Did you go over what our options had been? What we were trying to decide to do with these guys? I don't think we'd actually... Had we reached a conclusion about what we were going to do? We know what they want us to do. No, no, I don't think you guys ever decided anything. Didn't we just have a big argument and then we all went to bed? Yes, that's what happened. Okay. Exactly. Just just like real life, you you guys who all live together got in a big fight, decided nothing, and went to bed. And the problem, the underlying problem still exists. Um, Your options were, 
So these guys would like to be dropped at uh, Gardor, which uh, once when the engines are working is not very far away from here. And uh, they want to continue their mission against the Gardone family of mobsters. Now, if you want to, you could also summon the Lightspeed Plus Shipping Company that Commander Milmar works for, because you do have the beacon that he handed you. So you could always just summon them and like return Captain Milmar and his people directly to them. Do we know what the relationship between the guild and them is? Yeah, you, you're aware that the they don't get along. The guild only really exists inside of League Space, but the Lightspeed Shipping Company would like... I mean, they would love to get in and do business in League Space because they want more customers. And the guild kind of keeps them out of League Space, so there's a little turf war in that regard. So far, the Lightspeed Plus Shipping Company hasn't really been able to get a, a presence in the League. But if they could knock out the guild, they'd love that. They'd sweep right in. Hmm. So I come to the mess hall and call a meeting because we got we to gotta have this, this, make this decision. And you find there's just ribbon and <laughs> crafting materials, tape and scissors just all over the Everywhere. Place. What in the, what did I miss? Oh, hi, Captain. Did you want to join us? What are you doing? We're crafting. Look, this bow would look so pretty on you, Captain. Well, I, what? hold on. <laughs> Lillian is already up putting it like in her hair. That's a, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we made a coat for the ferret, Captain. Oh, good. Okay. Was the ferret cold? Look, here's a, what, but you can see the ferret now. It's got a coat on. Oh, that's a, that's a good point. We also could like, have we ever thought about like, not spray painting, but a biological spray paint? I mean, it's wearing a coat now. I Ooh, think- there's all these like hair dyes and stuff that are like safe for pets because, you know, people that have the little pocket pets, they like like to spray paint them like pink and stuff and they look all pretty. Yeah, I wonder if that might be part of your research, Rico, is to find out is the space ferret invisible due to some sort of camouflage that it can enact like an octopus? Or is it invisible just because there's something going on? Like, could you could you paint it or could you cover it with a with a some sort of dust or something? Glitter. We could put glitter on it and then get glitter all over the ship. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have so much glitter. Uh, that's when Kyan walks in and he's like, oh God, I don't know what you're talking about, but please no glitter. In, no, no, like not in space. It's a really uh, bad idea. No, glitter in no. zero gravity. Oh my no. goodness. It's in my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I've got so much glitter. Nobody's putting glitter on the ferret. That would be an extremely bad idea. No glitter on the ferret. Thank okay. you very much. Can we paint its claws with nail polish? Like like black nail polish, like a gothic. Like we don't compromise its coolness. Uh, I mean, we just had a bit of an argument getting it into this coat. So I think okay. probably this might have to do for the moment. Well, that's okay. Well, plus as much as it wiggles around, I'm afraid that we'd probably end up like Painting its teeth instead of its nails or something. Well, painting our teeth would be more likely. <laughs> um, is there, was there something, were you trying to call a meet? Do you want us to clear the table, Captain? Yes, I assume everyone's here. Let's clear the table. Hank, did you make it to the meeting? I, uh, I imagine he's dragged himself there by now. Okay. Yeah, everybody's irritated because there's no coffee. And <sighs> Okay. As Hank enters the room, kind of, you know, sleepy or whatever, suddenly you guys see the coat jump from Rico's shoulders <laughs> over to Hank's shoulders 
And Hank, you feel eight invisible claws kind of dig into your shoulder as the ferret wraps itself around your neck. And I, I, I start backpedaling, lo- losing my mind. What, 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 what is this? It's the ferret. It's the ferret. It's the ferret. Look at the bow. See, it's friendly because it's got a bow. <laughs> and by that argument, I'm friendly because now I have a bow. <laughs> to tell a friend. <laughs> Spread the word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we got to make a decision on these these folks. Basically, who we're going to turn them over to. Because I don't like the idea of just leaving them on the planet to steal another ship. Because the last ship they stole blew up. So. Yeah. They, they don't come across very competent, Captain. Yeah. And we're saying that. Right. <laughs> that says a lot. It says a lot. So I'm wondering if you guys have any input. Is this an opportunity to get in league with the Lightspeed shipping company in an attempt to have an ally against the guild? Or is there any benefit to turning these people over to the guild to make it seem like we're, we're trying to do stuff for the guild? Or is it better to just avoid the guild as long as we can? Well, allies are always a good thing, Captain. And we are obviously not trying to stay on the up and up with the guild moving forward after everything that's happened. So an ally is probably a good way. Right. Then I guess that leaves us two options. We can always use the emergency beacon or we can just deliver them like they want and pretend like we don't know anything. True. But if we pretend like we don't know anything and deliver them like they want, I think that that gives us the least amount of, it's the least amount of risk, but it also gives us the least amount of result. Well, I could always try to take that emergency beacon and use it as a way to contact them directly, if you'd like, hmm. and tell them, you know, how we're the heroes of their story and save their crew. And also, we have a we could potentially have a common enemy. Yes. What do the rest of you guys think? I'm just wondering about how, like, like this is the whole the enemy. Of my enemy is my friend, but are we trading one bad organization that we're allied with for a one that could potentially be even worse? Because hmm. these people were supposed to like the one of the reasons why they didn't want to hit the beacon was they were afraid that they were just gonna come and blow them up. So, right. At least with the the guild, we know as long as we kind of play ball with them they'll leave us alone. But I don't get that feeling off of this group. Hmm. All right. What about Rico and Liliana? Well, I certainly share that concern. I mean, if we use the beacon and they then blow us up, that's not... um, Productive? That's not very helpful from our point of view. Well, let's assume that Hank can, can use the beacon as a way to get in touch with them, leave a message for them, as opposed to just setting it off and they feel like they're doing cleanup duty. Maybe we just ask what they want us to do with them and kind of try and remain neutral, but see how they react. Well, do we know that these people on our ship are like that they are bad people or that they're just aligned with a bad organization? Like how we happen to be aligned with the guild, which from what you guys say, sounds like a kind of sucky situation for us. Like, if the situations were reversed and they caught us doing something that they thought that was bad because we were doing it because the guild told us to. Not to mention there's the whole mob family thing to take into consideration as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. I've, I almost feel like the mob family thing, we should try to avoid at all costs because that small potatoes is not going to reap us any reward. Yeah, but simultaneously, we don't want to get on their radar for sure. you know dropping these guys off. Yeah. I think that their, their plan being that if we drop them off, that they're going to then try to continue the mission for the Lightspeed Shipping Company means that if we can keep them from immediately being blown up, it might be in their best interest for us to talk to the Lightspeed Shipping Company almost on their behalf or to, you know, give them sort of like a, a, a way to cool off so they're not just immediately coming in and just blowing up wherever the, their failed crewmen are. Because they're, they were planning to return to the, the Lightspeed Shipping Company. They were planning to continue the mission. Right. So it isn't like they're trying to get away from them or they're trying to hide from them or... Well, it sounds like they're also scared of them. Yeah, but we could just play it safe, deliver them like they're supposed to, and make sure they understand they owe us a favor. They owe us big time. So, I agree with Hank. So deliver them to whom? Uh, Gardor. The planet that they want to be, yeah. I mean, they would owe us a favor, but yeah. are we ever likely to be back in this sector of space? Are we, get, are we likely to be able to call that in? Well, we're about to travel deeper if we're still, we're still headed off to uh, look for Peter. Yeah, we are still headed to Galagano. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll be back through here. Well, and you're right. There is an idea that if we drop them off on the planet, they continue on their mission. And if we ever run into the Lightspeed group, we can say we can take credit for delivering them to complete their mission. So we still might avoid having to deal with the Lightspeed Shipping Company until we have to. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, hey, Lightspeed Shipping Company. We helped some of your guys out a while back. Oh, so this is who you are. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah, we know Commander Melmar. Saved his life once. <laughs> they opened fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If it, I mean, if everybody is in agreement with that, I'll go with that plan. Um, I mean, there don't seem to be too many great options here, Captain, but um, that's perhaps the least terrible. Yeah, lesser of five evils, I think. Yeah, I mean, they are going up against a mob family. It's not like they're going to go down and, like, we're going to go harvest infants or something you know like <laughs> at least it's all still within a criminal realm <laughs> so kyan on the suggestion on on you choosing that as the example <laughs> he kind of side eyes Rory, and he's like i sometimes sometimes worry what's going on in that brain of yours <laughs> i have very different shades of what's bad harvesting children is always bad <laughs> so- <laughs> Slavery is always bad. <laughs> Mob families enough. fighting each other. Eh, I'm, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't have a dog in that fight. That's totally <laughs> fair. They're both bad in, in some ways. And I don't personally know any of them. I still think we're going to finally get to see what this space ferret looks like. And it's going to be terrifying. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. I want to apologize for the impromptu month-long hiatus. I am a theater teacher, and the first full production our school has had since COVID was at the end of October, and it kind of put everything else in my life on hold. And then after it was done, I had a lot of catching up to do. But it is done, and we are headed into the holiday season, which means that I have some time off to catch up on everything and get everything back on track. So I just want to thank you all for your patience, and hopefully we will not have another break in production anytime soon. Hannaby on Twitter said, just finished season one of your GURPS campaign, 
Gotta say, I adore the idea of an AI race that thrives on propagating itself into willing people's ships as new AIs in a symbiotic relationship. Hope that goes the way I think. Well, Hannaby, I don't want to spoil anything, but we have currently recorded the next 10 to 12 episodes. Let's just say that this is not a plot point that gets dropped. I think we'll see Shipcom and his children in the future. So we may have mentioned that Kelly and Todd have tied the knot, but what you may not know is that they had a D&D reception that we all got to play in, and they are doing a Twitter giveaway for the module they used. If you want a copy of the module, An Unexpected Wedding Invitation, head over to the Mating Habits Twitter at Mating Habits, like the giveaway tweet, and retweet it. That's it. The winner will be announced on November 30th. And while you are there, check out our Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP, or you can hop over to our Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll, or you can email us at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. And if you're not on our Slack channel, you are missing out on some fun conversations. To join, all you need to do is go to geek2geekmedia.com and find the link under the Contact Us tab. If you'd like to support our cast and their other endeavors, you can listen to Kelly on her podcast, Mating Habits of the Modern Geek, and you can listen to Todd on Nerdberg Review, which he hosts with Alinzia, and Farming Simulated, which he hosts with Bama. You can also check out Bama's D&D Twitch stream, King of the Heel. Check out Raven on Girls Gone Wow if you're a World of Warcraft player, or The Tenth Divine if Elder Scrolls Online is more your thing and I can be found on my podcast, Geektitude. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here next Sunday, November 20th, with the next episode of What Is Not, and then again on November 27th with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see how the crew accessorizes the ferret's new outfit, right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. Okay. So we're going to reach that planet in a day in 1.75 days. No, the engines are going to cut back on in 1.75 days, supposedly, unless there's anything else we need to do in the meantime. I, I, I've been unable to come up with anything. Well, I guess we can just rest and conserve our energy and our rations and take naps through our caffeine withdrawal headaches. <laughs> and as Rory saying caffeine, you see Hank putting a pinch of grounds between his cheek and gum. His left eye twitching just a little bit. I'm sure that Kyan has, like, space Tylenol, <laughs> or space, <laughs> it would have to be space Advil, has space Advil that he's been handed out to people as he's, you know, trying to keep everybody healthy. Yeah, hopefully. Hey, Todd? Yeah? So I have a fairly high cooking skill. Can I maybe figure out any way with the cooking skill to, I mean, I know we're trying to conserve energy and water. And all that, but is there anything that, like, I could make some kind of a something from the coffee grounds 
huh. with yeah. that, like that cooking skill. You could definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be at like disadvantage or anything because of the lack of water? Um. Well, I mean, you you guys have enough water, you know, to drink. It's just being rationed. It's not out entirely. So what are you trying to do? Like, are you trying to make coffee-flavored ice cream or <laughs> like a, a beverage that uses less water? Basically using some of those coffee grounds to make something that, like how Hank keeps chewing on it, like some, you know, I don't know. Like we could sprinkle it on yogurt or like something. Like a coffee cake. Yeah, maybe oh. I can make a coffee cake. Okay, it's called a coffee cake because you have it with coffee. Not because coffee is in it. So you want to make you. I want tiramisu. Okay, okay, there oh we God, go. Me too. <laughs> okay. I just rolled for cooking and I succeeded by three, but. You succeeded by three. Okay, so you have successfully used coffee as an ingredient in making a thing. <laughs> Please describe this thing that you've cooked. Okay, so basically I imagine I want to stretch it as far as I can, but also get the most caffeine benefits out of it for everyone who's going through withdrawals. So maybe like some kind of like a special brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Base wow. brownies, but for coffee is the drug. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> These are Liliana's special brownies. <laughs> And like, ooh, boy, special brownies. Oh, these, it's not the same. It's not, it doesn't feel like I expected it to. <laughs> and, ha- and had you failed, you would have accidentally used the leftover tears of the god. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. <laughs> well, that would have been a fun idea. adventure. I'm pretty sure we have disposed of anything that's on the ship. <laughs> I thought we kept Yikes, that's caused problems. Kaya would have had issues with that. I think we've got rid of all of it. Yeah. In the brownies. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. No, they're just coffee brownies. Do we sound insane to people who don't drink coffee right now as a group? (laughs) Probably. I don't drink coffee. Do we sound insane to you? Do you do you envision us under a bridge asking people (laughs) like with the shakes? Like, do you have any coffee, man? No, I I imagine that it's the same to you guys as it would be if somebody tried to take away all my Dr. Pepper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it physically hurts. It does. Because like I, I got up yeah. later than I usually get up this morning and my my body was like, you do not have the right amount of caffeine for this time of day. Yep. I'm going to give you a headache. Yeah. I gave it up for a year and it took me two weeks to be able to live. It hurts so bad. And it, and and by the fourth and fifth day, I couldn't. There was no Tylenol or Advil that could touch it. Two weeks. I've witnessed Todd going through those withdrawals. And yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's why Liliana's trying to make these special brownies. Good. Okay, help. good. It's just the more <laughs> we talk about it, the more I'm like, maybe we should go see somebody, you guys. Like, maybe. <laughs> it's like, this is legit as I drink been, coffee while we're playing. Like, this it's been 18 hours since I had coffee. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, no, my eyes would be crossing. <laughs> I mean, it is it is a drug. It is a... It is a stimulant. Absolutely. Anyway, brownies. Yes. Here you go, everyone. <laughs> Around lunchtime, Liliana has prepared a batch of, of special brownies that do take the edge off all of your caffeine withdrawals. These are the best brownies ever. <laughs> <laughs> I want a crunchy corner piece. 
<laughs> All right. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before we fast forward to the engines turning on? I don't think so. Unless we want to talk to the captain again regarding the plan. The commander, excuse me. Are the other people all, like, asleep? They're medically induced. They're unconscious. And unless you tell me otherwise, I imagine that they're being redosed whenever they would be close to waking up. They'll be well-rested. Oh, they'll be rested. Well, I think, I mean, how long has it been since the original dose? Because I feel like we've kind of established that it's like a 12-hour downtime. Yeah, I mean, as of when we had the morning meeting and crafting sesh, it would have been about 12 hours. And then, I mean, it's another 1.75 days. So what, 36 hours? Well, so at this point, because Hank had such a bad opinion of dosing them continually, Kyan goes, it's about time for me to re-administer some of the sleeping juice. So... What do you guys want me to do? Because Hank, you really seemed against this idea, and I don't want to want cause problems. Well, honestly, Doc, at this point, we might as well let them wake up. We are doing what they asked of us. We're going to drop them off. So, Captain, my only requirement is that if we wake them up, someone has to stay with them in that room at all times. I'll do it. Yeah, I can certainly. I mean, if they're in sick bay, if they're going to just chill there, that's that's fine. Don't we need the engineer for the engines? Well, not until I actually hit the button. I mean, there's not much I can do until the organisms are ready. Okay. Well, and we can take turns. As long as somebody's not hurt, I'm not doing much. All right. So you guys are going to let them wake up? Yes. Who's going to be in the room as they start to regain consciousness? Kyan would be. Cat? And I think since it was my idea, I will be too. Yeah. And I trust you guys to tell them. Okay. Liliana's putting away all the crafting supplies and cleaning up from the brownies. And sweeping glitter for the next three years. <laughs> and since what you're telling them is the truth, I don't feel like I need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> My powers aren't necessary. Rico's trying to teach the ferret to walk in the lead. So yeah. <laughs> Rico's like, whatever. I don't care about you guys and your silly project. She should do that in sickbay as the waking up. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are... In sick bay, kind of occupying yourselves as you wait for him to wake up. Eventually, you see Milmar's uh, eyes start to kind of blink and start to slowly open. And uh, he says, Hey, Doc. Are you, uh, Doc, are you there? Yeah. Hey. Uh, what's up? Well, I'm starting to wake up. I suppose that must mean that we are wherever it is you're dropping us or leaving us or whatever. Well, no, we're not there yet, but we are going to be dropping you off at Gondor. And yeah, we're just going to let you uh, kind of come out. Don't, don't get up quite yet. You need to take a little time. Let yourself fully wake up. You've decided to let us be conscious for the journey. Did they even know that we did this? Oh, yeah. You were. Yeah, he watched you. He didn't resist, but he watched you. You were not secretive about it at all. Okay, I couldn't remember. That was one of your defenses when Hank was upset that you drug people all the time. You were like, hey, I was open and honest with what I was doing and everything. Sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we just, we, you know, we, we've, we've run into a lot, of, a lot of problems on our way out here. And we just needed to make sure that we uh, were all on the same page. But as long as you stay in here, 
and you know, one of us is with you at all times. We are fine with you being awake. Well, that's fantastic. Do you guys get Space Netflix? It's called Space Flicks. Come on. <laughs> space Flicks. <laughs> you guys get Space Flicks? Do, do, do we? <laughs> I, mean, I assume so. We're using somebody's subscription. Well, that's yeah. what Donnie Lee was watching, wasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Lee was, was watching here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we do. It's one of those complicated remotes that nobody really knows what all the little functions do, but it <laughs> we know how to turn it on and change the channel, so I get it turned on and hand him the remote and knock yourself out. All right. I haven't seen the final season of Cracking Bad yet, so <laughs> I can get caught up on that while I wait for us to get to Gardorn. Okay. And with that, he and the other guy wakes up shortly thereafter. And unless you want to specifically say or interact with them in a particular way, they're just kind of fine to chill out and wait for the ship to arrive. And they say Rico walking by with an empty leash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I must still be uh, feeling the effects of that uh, sleepy time drug. I'm, I think I just had a, a waking dream. Nah, it's just an invisible ferret. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for the GM. Do the Matorb have voting rights in the league? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, officially you do. Although there's a whole lot of hoops you have to jump through when you try to vote on your home planet because of the situation. Right. But uh, yeah, out here, you could go ahead and vote like everyone else. Yeah. I could just do absentee. Yep. Yep. All right. He is going to vote for the interstellar police. Okay. Okay. That's actually a very good point. Uh, so what, what does, okay. We've got one for them. One yes vote. Uh, Liliana, you're, you're a league member. Well, but before we vote on it, what are the actual facts that we know? The actual facts that you know. Let me let me pull that up. I mean, who's to say what's an actual fact and what isn't? Science. <laughs> Salt, smoke, and mirrors. Okay, let's see. Do, 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 do. So the original actual factual news report that you heard um, a while back said the following. Big news today as Delonian Senator Jor Nor Moore announced that she was proposing a bill jointly with three other senators that would create the FLE, the Federal Agency of Law Enforcement. The same proposal was made several months ago by the late Senator Orca from CIRCOM. However, that bill was never passed after that senator's sudden and mysterious death. Senator Jor Nor Moore explained that the revised bill will grant the FLE greater authority than the original bill to not only police trade, but also to enforce law in deep space, to pursue illegal activity not strictly related to interleague trade. It will combat illegal guilds and uh, will allow the arresting of people with psionic powers. In response to that proposal, Senator Brend Windsor from Falcon Rock argued that this was an overreach by the central government that he and many other planets would oppose the bill, this is sure to be a controversial topic, especially since tariffs and taxes would be even higher than the original bill, no doubt to fund the larger law enforcement agency. Yeah, Hank's going to vote no. Okay, I completely, I was, I think I was thinking of the stuff on the original bill. And that's why I asked, Joe. Yeah. That's why I asked, yeah. Yeah, thanks for that. 
Yeah, I was like, uh, Joe. <laughs> so that's a that's a no from Kyan. Okay. That's a no from Kyan. That's a no, and we also got a no from Hank, so that's two no's. That's a that's a no from Rory. All right. The cat people are members of the league. What's uh what's Rico gonna vote? Or is Rico not interested in politics and not gonna vote? I mean, Rico's not terribly interested in politics. Uh, I mean, if somebody engaged her in conversation, she might be swayed, but like, she's probably not gonna, but she's very busy with the ferret. Very busy (laughs) with the ferret. There's a lot of stuff going on. She has much more interesting things to deal with than filling out some long, complicated absentee belt. Yeah. What about Liliana? So Liliana is staring at, I'm assuming this is like a digital thing on her iPad or something. Yeah. So she's just like staring at it and she's going to walk over to find Kyan. And I, um, Mr. Kyan. What's up? I, I don't, I don't really understand what a lot of this means. So I know that I heard you talking about how this stuff is bad for your people. And I want to do whatever is good for your people, because you're cool. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. So what do I do with this? Well, I don't want to just tell you what to vote, but you actually have a stake in this too, because if this is passed, then this federal police force is going to be given the ability to arrest people with psionic powers, which would include you and me. So, I think it would benefit us to vote no, because that would be voting within our interest. Okay, and does us voting no hurt other people? Um, the problem is, is that the original bill I was a little bit more for because it was about enforcing laws which would benefit the motor people because it would cut down on the amount of bounty hunters that are trying to take motorbs back to the home planet. But this bill does not help that it, it, this bill in my mind does more harm than that would have done good. All right. I just don't want to do anything that is going to hurt anybody. So Sorry for all the dogs barking outside my window. <laughs> you see, you see Rico running down the hall. Come back, come back, <laughs> just a floating coat running in front of her. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, I, sorry. Anyway, so I guess I'm going to also vote no. Then. And she's like looking up at Kai and like, is that, that's right? <laughs> that's what I did. Okay. Voting no. All right. So I think we've got everybody's votes in your completely anonymous absentee balance <laughs> that you have to fill out your name and social security number for. And with that, I think we're going to fast forward to about the time that all of your calculations have shown the little microbes should have repopulated themselves enough to produce enough fuel, essentially, for the engines to come online. 
and you all gather in the engineering room around the the microbe vat and see all the tubes and connectors that hook it up to the main power plant for the engines, which is oddly silent now. Hank, make an engineering roll. Here we go. Four, nine, twelve. Success by four. Hank busies himself at the computer console. He presses a whole bunch of buttons. He says some technical jargon to Shipcom, who responds with more jargon that doesn't make sense to anyone who doesn't have an engineering degree. And after a few minutes, Hank goes to pull a very large, impressive-looking lever, and suddenly you hear, Woom, woom. And all of the lights turn on and the engine starts making sounds that you're used to and and whoosh the engines come online. Next time on Cautious Optimism. Hello, this is Gardor Space Control. I see you guys are on an approach. Uh, howdy. We are dropping off two passengers, and we are going to require medical assistance for a third passenger. My professional medical opinion is that it is a very bad idea to just let him stay here with their level of technology. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geek mediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 